This audio is brought to you by Muslim Central. Please consider donating to help cover our running costs and future projects by visiting www.muslimcentral.com forward slash donate. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Bismillahi wa alhamdulillahi wa salatu wa salamu ala rasulillahi wa ala alihi wa ashabihi wa man ihtada bihudahu wa ba'd. All praise is indeed due to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, blessings and salutations upon Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to bless him and to bless every single one of us. And we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to accept this dua of blessing that we make on a daily basis. For indeed if we are blessed by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, there is nothing else that we require. Also we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to grant ease to all those who may be suffering across the globe at this particular moment. And we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to grant cure to all those who are sick and ill and to grant rahmah and mercy to those whom he has taken away. Amen. Honored ulama, beloved brothers and sisters and dearest listeners. We all know that the creator is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and he has created creation. Everything besides Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is created. And we also understand that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has created different creatures. There are animals, there are human beings. There are plants, there are fish and so on. It is Allah who decided to make us from the most noble of His creations. Ashraful makhluqat. The most noble of the creation of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And that is the highest level of creation, the creation of mankind. One may argue and debate about the angels. The angels are high in a different way. The angels have no power to disobey Allah. They don't even have the power to disobey. Whereas man has the power and ability to disobey and still turn to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Which means the angels don't have a choice, but man has a choice. To a certain extent, up to the limit that Allah allows it. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant us understanding. Today we'd like to look at the levels of people, the levels of this creation of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, meaning mankind. Mankind are upon different levels. Some of these levels we have no choice regarding. And some of these levels we have a role to play. And these are the two major categories we will be discussing inshaAllah this evening. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to grant us understanding. The highest and the best of all mankind and all the creatures of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is an individual known as Muhammad ibn Abdullah al-Hashimi al-Qurashi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. May the blessings and peace and mercy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala be upon him, the masterpiece of creation sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has definitely granted him the virtue. One may ask a question, why didn't Allah make the best at the time of Adam alayhi salam? Why didn't Allah replace Adam alayhi salam with Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam? That is all Allah's decision. And this is what we are going to be speaking about today. The decision of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala when it comes to the levels of various people. And we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to make us from those who have a high standing inshaAllah in His eyes. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala informs us about the messengers that all of them were not on one level, but they were of different levels. And this is something we need to realize and understand. In Surah Al-Baqarah, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, تِلْكَ الرُّسُلُ فَضَّلْنَا بَعْضَهُمْ عَلَىٰ بَعْضٍ مِّنْهُمْ 
ممن كلم الله ورفع بعضهم درجات وآتينا عيسى بن مريم البينات وأيدناه بروح القدس Allah says those messengers we have raised some above others and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says some of them Allah has spoken to them directly whilst others Allah spoke to them through the angel Jibreel alayhi salatu wassalam and then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala makes mention of a special virtue for Jesus the son of Mary for Isa alayhi salatu wassalam and Allah says Allah has also granted him a book and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given him virtue Obviously he is from amongst the five highest of the prophets of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Who were the five highest? That is a question. Listen to what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says. We start off with Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. We know that. Then Allah says, وَإِذْ أَخَذْنَا مِنَ النَّبِيِّينَ مِيثَاقَهُمْ وَمِنْكَ وَمِنْ نُوحٍ وَإِبْرَاهِيمَ وَمُوسَى وَعِيسَ بْنِ مَرْيَمِ Nuh, Noah, may peace be upon him. Ibrahim, Abraham, may peace be upon him. Musa, Moses, may peace be upon him. Isa, Jesus, may peace be upon him. And we all know that we start with Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. So those are the five, they are higher than the rest. That is declared by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. They are known as Ulul Azmi Minar Rusul. They are known as Ulul Azmi Minar Rusul in the Quran. They are the highest of all the prophets of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tells us, He is the one who chooses His messengers. Nobody has a choice in that regard. No one can come and say, Ya Allah, why didn't you make me a prophet? Allahu Akbar, it is Allah's choice. Allahu yastafi minal malaikati rusulan wa minan nas. It is Allah who chooses the messengers from the angels and from amongst the people. From the angels, we know Jibreel alayhi salatu wassalam was granted a different task by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala than others and he was given a rank higher than the other angels. But there were some whom we've been made mention the names of and some whom we don't even know the names of from amongst the angels. Also from amongst the prophets, Allah says from amongst mankind, we are the ones who chose the prophets. Then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, in Surah Al-Isra. وَلَقَدْ فَضَّلْنَا بَعْضَ النَّبِيِّينَ عَلَىٰ بَعْضٍ وَآتَيْنَا دَاوُدَ زَبُورًا Indeed, we granted virtue to some prophets over the others. And we gave Dawood, who is David, may peace be upon him. We gave him the Zabur. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala makes mention of the virtue of Dawood alayhi salatu wassalam. Then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, in Surah Al-An'am, وَتِلْكَ حُجَّتُنَا آتَيْنَاهَا إِبْرَاهِيمَ عَلَىٰ قَوْمِهِ نَرْفَعُ دَرَجَاتٍ مَّنْ نَشَاءٍ Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala had given evidence against the people at the time of Ibrahim alayhi salatu wassalam. Allah had given them manifest book or manifest writings to read from a message. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, We raise whomsoever we wish. That is the decision and decree of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Listen to what he says about certain prophets. He says in Surah Al-An'am, وَإِسْمَاعِيلَ وَالْيَسَعَ وَيُونُسَ وَلُوطَ وَكُلًّا فَضَّلْنَا عَلَى الْعَالَمِينَ these messengers that we have spoken about, Ismail, Al-Yasa, Yunus, and Lut, may Allah's peace be upon all of them. 
Allah says, we granted them virtue upon the people of their time. Complete virtue. They were the best of the time. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant us all, inshallah, goodness. Then at times Allah makes or gives virtue to a child over the father. That is Allah's decision. We know that that is the case in the case of most of the prophets of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Most of them. Where at times their fathers were not as high in standing than them. Though their fathers were part and parcel of the plan of Allah to bring them into existence. Allah used those parents to bring certain messengers into existence. And at times Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, most cases they were not as high as their own children. Amazing. Look at Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. What he says about the link between Dawood and Sulaiman, David and Solomon, may peace be upon them all. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, in Surah An-Naml, وَلَقَدْ آتَيْنَا دَاوُودَ وَسُلَيْمَانَ عِلْمًا Indeed, we gave knowledge to David and Solomon, may peace be upon them both, to Dawood and Sulaiman alayhima salam. And they both thanked us for it. وَقَالَا And they both said, أَلْحَمْدُ لِلَّهِ الَّذِي فَضَّلَنَا عَلَى كَثِيرٍ مِّنْ عِبَادِهِ الْمُؤْمِنِينَ O oh Allah, praise be to you. You have granted us virtue over most of your believing worshippers. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to grant us virtue as well. But over and above that, there are certain things that the son, Sulaiman, was given and the dad, Dawood, was not given. The father was not given and Sulaiman was given certain things. They were both prophets of Allah at the same time. One was father, one was son. That was Allah's decision and decree. So in Surah Al-Anbiya, there was a certain incident when Allah says, فَفَهَّمْنَاهَا سُلَيْمَانَ We gave the understanding of that to Sulaiman. We gave the understanding of that particular situation to Sulaiman alayhi salatu wasalam. There are so many examples of where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gave the understanding to the son. And yet the father was also a prophet. But Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala decided through his wisdom. No one asks him about his decisions. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gave that knowledge to the son Sulaiman alayhi salatu wasalam. Then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tells us. And now we are getting closer to us. Human beings, the rest of us. Allah says we have made you different colors. Different sizes, different shapes, different nationalities, different groups. Different standings, different levels of wealth, different levels of health, different levels of family, lineage and so on. All that is the decree of the Creator. Subhanallah. We should understand and appreciate when Allah has made some of us male and some of us female. Let's go through these verses inshallah with the idea of being thankful to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and realizing that the virtue is for the one who is more conscious of the Creator, not for the one who is more fair in complexion, nor for the one who has more wealth, nor for the gender, male or female. The virtue is for whomsoever is closer to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in terms of virtue and piety. Listen to what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says. In Surah Al-Rum, He says, وَمِنْ آيَاتِهِ خَلْقُ السَّمَاوَاتِ وَالْأَرْضِ وَاخْتِلَافُ أَلْسِنَتِكُمْ وَأَلْوَانِكُمْ from amongst the signs of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is that He created the skies and the earth and what is between it and He made different languages for you in different parts of the globe or for different people and He has given them different colors. Allah says in that 
there are signs for those who have knowledge. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant us knowledge. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala makes mention of this. Look at what he says in Surah Al-Hujurat regarding the different tribes and the different nations that people come from. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, Ya ayyuhan nasu inna khalaqunakum min dhakarin wa untha wa ja'alnakum وَجَعَلْنَاكُمْ شُعُوبًا وَقَبَائِلَ لِتَعَارَفُوا إِنَّ أَكْرَمَكُمْ عِنْدَ اللَّهِ أَتْقَاكُمْ إِنَّ اللَّهَ عَلِيمٌ خَبِيرٌ Allah says, O people, we have created you from one male and one female. And we have made you into various nations and groupings and races and so on, so that you may recognize one another. But you should know the best in the eyes of Allah, the most honored in the eyes of Allah are those who are most pious, those who are most conscious of their creator, they are the best. So here Allah is giving us the reason behind the colors and the languages and the tribes and the nations and so on is in order for us to know one another, in order to add flavor to the creation. That is simply understood by us. Imagine if every one of us looked the same, we weighed the same, we were of the same height, the same size, and we spoke the same language. I think we wouldn't have names because there wouldn't be a point to call us by name. Because we all look the same, we would have numbers. Like the motor vehicles, when you have all Toyotas, you've got to distinguish between them by the number plate, subhanallah. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala protect us. Life would be boring if we didn't have black and white and red and green and yellow. And life would be boring if everybody was one size, one thinking, one train, one thought and so on. Allah says, in order for you to recognize one another, لِتَعَارَفُوا That is why we kept you different, subhana rabbi al-a'la. On the globe, not a single soul has the same fingerprint as far as we know. And not a single soul has the same iris print, if you can call it that. Subhanallah, that is the creation of Allah. He says, everybody is different so that you can recognize each other. Look at the term, لِتَعَارَفُوا Imagine if a thief had to steal and we were all the same. We'd rather just lock up the next person. In fact, no one would know who stole from whom because we would all be looking the same. Subhana Rabbi Al-A'la. So if we sit and think about it, it's a blessing. That is why never ever be upset with what Allah has put you or what Allah has given you, where He has placed you. Never be upset. If you are big, huge, fat and you weigh a lot, someone somewhere will be attracted to you. You will also find a husband. Don't worry. There are some men who don't like that which is thin and skinny and bony. So Alhamdulillah, Allah has created different people with different tastes. Imagine if the whole world had the same taste. So this is why if you are dark, some people like dark people. If you are light, some like light. Do not be depressed with yourself ever. It is against really the gratitude to the Creator Himself. No matter what color eyes you have or the type of hair you have, or if you don't have any hair at all because you are now bald, Alhamdulillah, thank Allah for that. Wallahi, there are certain people who are attracted to those who are bald. Allahu Akbar. This is Allah's plan. He has kept this in such a way that it is amazing. 
And he says, I have created you different levels, different sizes, different shapes, different likings, different inclinations and so on. One man's food is another man's poison. That is a saying that we've learned since we were young. If we'd like to translate it, sometimes you have food in some area that might taste so nice for the people of that area, whereas a visitor coming there will not even be able to put it close to his mouth. Allahu Akbar. That is a literal translation and it can happen. And this is why the different dishes, you have the Indian dish, you have the Malay dish, mashallah, you have the cook sisters of Cape Town, mashallah. And you have the buba we speak about here, which is made differently, Allahu Akbar. It is the milk that is made, I think, with, with uh, sugar and so on. And it, it, I believe it tastes extremely nice. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant us from the food of Jannah, inshallah. Because that will definitely be something standard for all of us according to our liking, inshallah. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to grant us understanding. So look at the beauty of the levels that Allah has created us. The idea here to mention this is many things. One of them is don't ever be depressed or question why Allah made you this way. And this is why Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, the very next point I'm going to mention, He has chosen who will be male and who will be female. Allahu Akbar. Don't ever question the decree of Allah. Ya Allah, why did you make me a male? Don't be upset with Allah's decree. If He made you a male, He made you a male in order to test you as a male. If you are a female, your test is different. There are different things that Allah has tested you with. Now let's come to what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says about the ranking between male and female and who is better. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in surah Ali Imran, when he is making mention of the mother of Mary, the virgin Mary, may peace be upon her, when she was given birth to by her mother, her mother had made a prayer that she has a male child. But she had a female child, she was very happy. But she told Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, وَلَيْسَ الذَّكَرُكَ الْأُنثَىٰ Male and female are not the same. And Allah mentions this in the Qur'an. Male and female are indeed not the same. That is why you have Mr. and Mrs. Today the people who say male and female are equal are talking nonsense. They themselves are either Mr. and Mrs. The day they change the whole world to Mr. and Mr., then we will talk about it. The president in my country normally says, and I think it's a saying that we've all heard a lot of times from various other sources, God created Adam and Eve and he did not create Adam and Steve. Subhanallah. So we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to bless us in every single way. There is male, there is female. And this is why we are meant to be marrying one another. You will never find negative of a magnet connecting to negative of another magnet. The day that happens, we will talk about gays and lesbians. Allahu Akbar. But you have human beings. Imagine nature will never ever come together negative and negative or positive and positive. It's impossible. But when it comes to man who's supposed to be the highest of creation, through his brain, when it is warped through contamination, especially by your company, and especially by what you read and see, man then thinks that no positive and positive go together. Allahu Akbar. Get two plugs without a socket and try to bring them together. People will look at you and laugh. But that is what human beings are doing when it comes really to thinking of what is gay and lesbian and homosexuality. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala protect us. The same applies. You have two sockets, you will never ever work your appliance. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant us understanding. You need a plug and a socket. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala really open our doors. We need to speak about this without being shy. The reason is there are more and more individuals claiming to be religious who are now turning in the wrong direction, mainly due 
to the company they have and the contamination of the media and the contamination of those who are contaminated. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant us all protection and understanding. So Allah says, man and women are not the same. He still didn't speak about who is better. Let's go to see what he says in the Quran, who is better. In another verse, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in Surah Al-Baqarah, Regarding the women, وَلَهُنَّ مِثْلُ الَّذِي عَلَيْهِنَّ بِالْمَعْرُوفِ The women folk have rights that are for them in the same way that the men have rights that are for them. So they have rights for them and rights against them and the men have rights for them and rights against them which makes both of them, to be honest with you, both of them responsible to fill their role as part and parcel of the creation of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. A woman can't say, I would like to be. A woman cannot say, I would like to be the husband. And a man cannot say, I would like to be the wife. That's impossible. A female is known as a wife. That statement itself is an acknowledgement by the whole globe that there is a difference between male and female. Then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, وَلِلْرِّجَالِ عَلَيْهِنَّ دَرَجَةٍ and men have an advantage over the women. Men have advantage in many ways. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala speaks of the advantages of men. And don't get very happy the men folk. Because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala also speaks about the advantages of the female. Subhanallah. Each one has a role to play. Let us never get bogged down in a debate as to who is better than the other. We need to realize if you are fulfilling your duty, inshallah, you will be even better than the other. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make us from those who can fulfill our roles. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala then explains in Surah An-Nisa, He says, الرجال قوامون على النساء بما فضل الله بعضهم على بعض وبما أنفقوا من أموالهم Men are given a virtue over the women in a few aspects. Some of them are mentioned by Allah and one is the fact that that man is meant to be the breadwinner within the home. He is meant to be the earner of the wealth. And Allah says, He has made man responsible for that, and in that he is better. And for this reason, Allah has made a man physically stronger than a woman. For the reason that he needs to go out and work. And he is generally more of a tougher character than a female. Emotionally, they are different. When it comes to spirituality, they are exactly equal in the sense that the access a male has to his creator is exactly the same access that a female has to her creator. So there are certain things a female is higher. What are those things? We speak about childbirth. We spoke about the status of a mother a few days ago where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, حَمَلَتْهُ أُمُّهُ كُرْهَا where Allah says the mother has held the baby in the womb with great difficulty, subhanallah. And that level and that status is not granted to a male. So if a male wants the rewards that are achieved through pregnancy, he won't be able to get it. And if a female wants to achieve what Allah has given the male in terms of various other aspects of this religion and so on, like the imamah, and various other issues within the masajid, the leading of the Eid and the leading of the Jumu'ah and the imamah of men, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, no, we've kept that for, for the men themselves. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make us from those who can surrender to His commands. Let me just repeat this quickly in order to avoid misunderstanding. 
men and women have been created by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and they both have a role to play. In some instances, man is given a higher role than a female. And that is in general, his physical strength and so on and what his responsibilities are. And in certain issues, a woman is made to go through what is spiritually greater than a male or at times a female has qualities that may be considered as higher than a male in terms of mercy, in terms of softness and leniency and many other aspects. But when it comes to the spirituality and the access to the creator, then both are exactly equal. A woman who will get Jannah and who works for it is similar to a man who will get Jannah and who will work for it. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant us paradise. The lesson we are learning tonight is that we should never debate and fight with our own creator. Why did you make me a male? I didn't want to be a male. That is Allah's choice. In these verses or in tonight's topic regarding levels of people, we are going through the decision of Allah. I told you there are two aspects of it, two angles. One is where you have no role to play, like what, what, we, like what we have mentioned thus far. And the others we will get to where you have a role to play and the rest is in the hands of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant us a deeper understanding. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala then makes mention of the issue of inheritance and he says he has given more, meaning more to one party than the other physically. If you were to look at the numeric value of what is given to a male, it is far more. But if you were to look at who received a greater share in terms of responsibility within the share, then a female gets much more. We spoke about this in detail a few nights back. And Allah says, don't ever wish and desire what we've given others over you. Allah says, وَلَا تَتَمَنَّوْ مَا فَضَّلَ اللَّهُ بِهِ بَعْضَكُمْ عَلَىٰ بَعْضٍ don't ever desire what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given some over the others. And this is a decision of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala regarding inheritance and regarding the rules pertaining to what will be given to whom. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant us a deeper understanding. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala then says after that verse in Surah An-Nisa, let's move to Surah Al-Mulk where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala speaks or in fact Surah Al-Imran where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala speaks about respect and kingdom and it is the ownership of Allah the authority on the land Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala decides whom he will grant authority whom he will grant dignity he is the owner of authority and dignity and kingdom and he will give whomsoever he wishes and he will take away from whomsoever he wishes listen to what he says in surah ala imran قُلِ اللَّهُمَّ مَالِكَ الْمُلْكِ تُؤْتِي الْمُلْكَ مَنْ تَشَاءُ وَتَنْزِعُ الْمُلْكَ مِمَّنْ تَشَاءُ وَتُعِزُّ مَنْ تَشَاءُ وَتُذِلُّ مَنْ تَشَاءُ بِيَدِكَ الْخَيْرُ إِنَّكَ عَلَى كُلِّ شَيْءٍ قَدِيرٌ Allah is indeed the owner of kingdom and dignity and the owner of authority. He grants kingdom and authority to whomsoever He wishes and He snatches it away from whomsoever He wishes and He gives dignity and respect to whomsoever He wishes and he gives disgrace to whomsoever he wishes. He is the owner of all goodness. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is indeed the greatest subhana rabbi al-a'la. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant us every form of goodness inshallah. So that shows us 
that these ranks that are given by Allah, that is Allah who gives, we can try our best, but we should never ever question the decree of Allah. If Allah has given us after our trial, Alhamdulillah, we thank Him. If He has not given us after our trial, then still we thank Him, we praise Him, and we try again, inshaAllah. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant us all forms of goodness. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says that I have given sustenance, wealth, I have given more wealth and more sustenance to some and less to others. For reasons that Allah knows. He mentions to us some of them and some of them He doesn't mention to us. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in Surah An-Nahl, وَاللَّهُ فَضَّلَ بَعْضَكُمْ عَلَىٰ بَعْضٍ فِي الرِّزْقَ فَمَا الَّذِينَ فُضِّلُوا بِرَادِّ رِزْقِهِمْ عَلَىٰ مَا مَلَكَتْ أَيْمَانُهُمْ فَهُمْ فِيهِ سَوَاءَ فَبِنِعْمَةِ اللَّهِ يَجْحَدُونَ It is Allah who grants virtue. It is Allah who grants virtue to some over others in terms of sustenance and rizq. In terms of wealth. And Allah says, those who have it, it's not like they are going to give it away to those who are under their ownership. In terms of slaves, for example. Or it's not like they are going to give all of it away so that everybody could be equal and share whatever one person has, whatever everyone has, so that the whole world's bank balance is one. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala protect us. Allah says, subhana rabbi al-a'la, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says that He has kept this difference in wealth for many reasons. One of them also is for people to engage in an act of worship known as giving charity. If everybody was rich, there would be no act of worship known as charity. If everyone was on one level, there would be no point in helping one another and so on. So it is Allah's decision, it is a test for those who have it, what are you doing with it and how did you earn it? And it is a test for those who don't have it, what are you doing about it? And are you engaged in anything unlawful in order to earn or not? Even those who have, sometimes they have so much and they still want more and they go through haram means, through prohibited means to earn more, it's a test for them. Sometimes people use their wealth to do that which is wrong. And sometimes Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, and He tells this to us through the blessed lips of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, that there are certain people whom... It is best for them to remain poor. If Allah gave them wealth, they would transgress. And there are certain people, it is best for them to remain with wealth. If Allah had taken it away, then they too would transgress. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant us all acts of worship inshaAllah. So let's be happy with the, with the position that Allah has placed us on. Now this type of decision of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, yes it is final, yes it is predestined, but Allah has kept within ourselves a role to play. So there is no point where a person sits at home and says, look my sustenance is predestined, let me sit, whatever is meant to come to me will come. Well, it was predestined that that person would sit at home and get nothing. That was already predestined. If that is what they decided, like a thief was once caught at the time of Umar ibn al-Khattabi radiallahu anhu, and he was brought forth, and he tried to use the issue of predestiny. He said, why do you want to cut my hand, when it was predestined that I was going to steal? So Umar ibn al-Khattab radiallahu anhu was one sharper, and he says, well it was predestined that your hand was going to be cut. So the same applies, that when there is a person who wants to sit back, relax, and think that you know sustenance will come, Allah says, work hard in order to get it, then what comes to you is from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala then speaks about employment, that there are certain people who are employed, and certain people who are the employers. 
And it's amazing how Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala words this in the Qur'an. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in Surah Al-Zukhruf, أَهُمْ يَقُسِمُونَ رَحْمَةَ رَبِّكَ Are they the ones who distribute the gifts and the mercy of Allah? They are not the ones who distribute the mercy. نَحْنُ قَسَمْنَا بَيْنَهُمْ We are the ones who distributed it amongst them. مَعِيشَتَهُمْ فِي الْحَيَاةِ الدُّنْيَا Their livelihood in this world, we distributed it amongst them. وَرَفَعْنَا بَعْضَهُمْ فَوْقَ بَعْضٍ دَرَجَاتٍ لِيَتَّخِذَ بَعْضُهُمْ بَعْضًا سُخْرِيًّا And we raised some above others so that some could employ others and others could work for others. Allahu Akbar. And they could earn a livelihood through what Allah has bestowed upon someone else. Amazing. So that is the decision of Allah. There are certain people whom they cannot work for themselves ever. If they had to do that, they would be bankrupt. They need to work for someone under the authority of someone else and earn a salary. Some people Allah has created them in that way, in that style. Whereas others, mashallah, they are ready to take risks. They have the intellect. They, they cannot work under someone at all. That's Allah's plan. He has created people like that. If that's the case, subhanallah, those are the ones selected by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And some can do both. They can either work for someone or they can work for themselves. Whatever the case is, we need to be happy with the decree of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and pray that Allah grant us happiness and sustenance. And just a quick point. Whenever we are working for someone, we need to fulfill all our obligations fully. And we need to abstain from cheating when it comes to employment in any way. And when we have employed someone, we need to give them the best salary possible. That is an Islamic duty. You need to give them what they are worth and what is due to them and the best that you can afford for them. And you need to pay them on time. If not, then we would not be ideal Muslims. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala protect us. A person who delays payment of those who are working for him or her is definitely committing a major sin in Islam. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala protect us all. Also, when people are working for us, it is important. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala makes mention of this in the Qur'an regarding wealth. Allah says, The economic rules of the sharia are such that the wealth will not remain in the same hands forever. That is Allah's plan. So when someone is working for you, you need to speak to them nicely. You need to treat them with utmost respect. And you need to understand that tomorrow you might be working for them. Or tomorrow their children might be the bosses of your children. The tables may turn. So remember when Allah has put someone under your authority, it is a level that Allah has given you and Allah has given them, which can be snatched or turned or rotated in any split minute. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala protect us all and grant us understanding. Then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala speaks about the ruler and the ruled. The one in authority and the one who is under authority. And this is mentioned in Surah Yusuf in a very beautiful way. You know that what had happened is Yusuf wanted his brother to remain behind. So they arranged to put the cup or the mug or the, the, the utensil of the king into the bag of the brother. It was a gold cup according to one narration. When they put it into the bag, then the question was asked. Who stole this cup? Whoever steals it, they are going to be paying. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, Yusuf alayhi salam then started or his men started searching the bags and they knew where the, where the cup was because they were the ones who placed it. They hatched a plan. But they ended with the bag where the cup was. They started with the other bags. 
And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, that is the planning that we planned for Yusuf alayhi salam and his brother. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala thereafter says, نَرْفَعُ دَرَجَاتٍ مَّن نَشَاءٍ We raise the levels of whomsoever we wish. We make some the authority and some under the authority. We make some rulers and some those who are led, those who are ruled. And that is Allah's plan. And nobody will be able to change that when Allah wanted Yusuf alayhi salam to become a minister in charge and responsible. Look at how his brothers were jealous of his level. And through that jealousy they planned his downfall. His upliftment was a result of the same planning of the downfall. So when we plan someone's downfall, that same planning might then be resulting in their upliftment above us. Subhanallah. That's what happened in Surah Yusuf. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is telling us, learn a lesson. Don't plan someone else's downfall. Be happy with what Allah gave you and respect what Allah has given others and be happy with it as well. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant us a deeper understanding. Then the issue of knowledge comes. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in the same surah, the very next verse or the same verse at the end, Allah says, وَفَوْقَ كُلِّ ذِي عِلْمٍ عَلِيمٍ Above everyone who has knowledge is someone who has more knowledge. Above everyone who has knowledge is someone who has more knowledge until it gets to the most knowledgeable who is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So at any stage there is a pyramid of people with knowledge and above one level is another level until right at the peak you have Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the owner of knowledge. Allahu Akbar. May Allah grant us from his knowledge. So Allah has granted different people different levels of knowledge. And Allah has raised in status those who have been granted the knowledge of deen and religion. Those who have been granted spiritual knowledge and understanding. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says he has raised them in level. Listen to the question Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala poses and asks in Surah Al-Zumar. He says, قُلْ هَلْ يَسْتَوِي الَّذِينَ يَعْلَمُونَ وَالَّذِينَ لَا يَعْلَمُونَ إِنَّمَا يَتَذَكَّرُ أُولُو الْأَلْبَابِ Are they equal, those who have knowledge and those who don't have knowledge? Nay, they are not equal. Definitely, those who have sound intellect will be reminded and will take heed. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make us from those who have intellect. In any field... A person who has knowledge in that field is not equivalent to the one who doesn't. He is higher in that field. And naturally, the field that will draw you closer to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the knowledge of deen. One who knows and one who does not know, the two are not equal. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala makes mention of this. So when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has granted knowledge to someone of this deen, it is important we acknowledge it. And it is important we respect the knowledge that they have. Sometimes as individuals, they might not be perfect. But we respect the knowledge that is, that is within them, that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has granted them. And this is why Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in Surah Al-Mujadilah, Allah says, يَرْفَعِ اللَّهُ الَّذِينَ آمَنُوا مِنْكُمْ وَالَّذِينَ أُوتُوا الْعِلْمَ دَرَجَاتِ Allah raises the levels of those who believe and those who have sound knowledge. Allah raises their levels above all others. We need to realize this and understand this. Then let's move to what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says about spending. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala now speaks about certain issues where we also have a role to play. Allah has given us a choice. If we utilize our choice in one way, we may be classed within a certain category of people, one level. 
And if we had utilized it in a different way, we would be classed in a different level of people. And look what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says about spending in Surah Al-Hadid. He says, those who spent at times of difficulty, they are not equivalent to those who spent at times of ease. When the Sahaba radiallahu anhum spent one half or half of a handful, it was more in value than anything we will ever be able to spend today in the path of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. That is clear. لَا تَسُبُّوا أَصْحَابِي فَوَالَّذِي نَفْسِي بِيَدِهِ لَوْ أَنْفَقَ أَحَدُكُمْ مِثْلَ أُحُدٍ ذَهَبَ مَا بَلَغَ مُدَّ أَحَدِهِمْ وَلَا نَصِيفَهُ According to the hadith, the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam says, Don't speak ill of any one of my companions, for indeed, if, the, if you were to spend the whole Mount Uhud, a huge mountain full of gold in the path of Allah, it would not equate a handful or even half a handful of what my companions have spent in the path of Allah. So don't ever speak ill of any of the companions of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tells us in Surah Al-Hadid, لا يستوي منكم من أنفق من قبل الفتح وقاتل أولئك أعظم درجة من الذين أنفقوا من بعد وقاتلوا وكله وعد الله الحسنى. Allah says they are not equal. Those who spent before the victory of Mecca at times of difficulty, they spent in the path of Allah. And those who spent after the victory of Makkah at times of ease, the two are not equal. Though we will reward both of them, but the one has a higher reward than the other. You notice, at times of difficulty, when you still give, you are not equivalent to the one who is easily giving because he has a lot. And this is why once the, one of the companions of Rasulullah came with a measurement of dates and put it forth. And another one came with a huge amount and put it forth. People began to laugh at the one who came with a measurement of dates. And verses were revealed admonishing those who laughed at him. Because what he had given was 50% of what he had. He worked all night. He earned two measurements. He gave one to the Prophet and he kept one. Subhanallah. That was 50% of whatever he had. Proportionately, he gave much more. Subhanallah. Whereas when it came to a person who gave a lot, their proportion might not have been as much. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala never make us scoff or laugh at any charities or at any deed that is done by anyone. May He make us from those who can spend even when we have less. A few days ago I said, even a beggar who is begging, it is his duty to be charitable. Duty meaning not something compulsory, but something meritorious. If a beggar is given five rands, for that beggar to take out 50 cents from there and give it away, wallahi, he will receive a different reward, maybe even bigger than the one who gave him the whole five rands. Allahu Akbar. This is something Islam teaches. We need to think about it. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala speaks about spending. Then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, the reason why he has kept you on different levels is to test you in order to test everyone. So when a person is a male, it's a test. Female, it's a test. You are high, it's a test. You are short, it's a test. Tall, you are fat, short, thin, whatever you are. You are this way, you have more, you have less. You are living in this area, that area, your color, whatever it is, is a test from Allah. Does it make you arrogant? Does it make you disbelieve? Does it make you from this side or from that side? Or are you in the middle course earning the pleasure of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? Listen to what he says. He says in Surah Al-An'am, 
هو الذي جعلكم خلائف الأرض ورفع بعضكم فوق بعض درجات ليبلوكم فيما آتاكم Allah has kept you different levels on this earth in order to test you what He has given you. Subhanallah. In order to test you with whatever He has given you. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala help us to pass that test inshaAllah. There is no virtue of anyone above another except by piety. We've mentioned that already several times. Then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tells us that the people were all one. They were all one type. They were all one standing. They were all united at one stage. When was that stage? At the time of the beginning. Adam alayhi salatu wasalam. They were one family. Mother, father and children. Allah says, People were all one, united. Then in Surah Yunus, Allah says, وَمَا كَانَ النَّاسُ إِلَّا أُمَّةً وَاحِدَةً فَاخْتَلَفُوا Allah says people were all one, united. Then they were differentiated or they differentiated or they became disunited. Some of the Mufassireen go further and say people were all one at the beginning and then they became different in terms of so many things. One is they disunited, they disagreed, they stopped following the right path. The other is they began to become of different colors and sizes and races and, and languages and so on. Yet they spoke one language at the beginning. That's the miracle of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Think about how we were spread onto the earth so miraculously. Yet we come from one mother and one father. Some of us, certain generations up, we come possibly from Far East Asia. But we don't even speak the languages there. We have a different accent in this part of the world from another. As soon as you open your mouth, people know this person is from South Africa. And as soon as you open your mouth a little bit more, they will tell that this person is from Cape Town as well. That is the power of Allah, the Qudra of Allah. Johannesburg has its accent. Zimbabwe has its accent. Durban has its accent. Some might be similar. The same applies to the Arab world and everywhere across the globe. Even if you are speaking the same language, if you would like to speak in an American accent, there is an accent. A British accent is an accent or an accentless, an accentless speech like mine, inshallah. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant us clear language whether it has an accent or not. Amin. So then we have Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala really telling us that from amongst this creation that Allah created, they are split into two. They were believers and non-believers. Listen to what Allah says in Surah At-Taghabun. هُوَ الَّذِي خَلَقَكُمْ فَمِنْكُمْ كَافِرٌ وَمِنْكُمْ مُؤْمِنٌ There are two levels. Allah has created you. From amongst you, there are those who disbelieve. And from amongst you, there are those who believe. Let us now realize that this is a level we can't just sit back and relax if people are disbelievers. We need to go and invite them to the goodness. It's our duty. And we need to check ourselves where we are standing. If we are from amongst those who have disbelieved, we'd better do something about it because we are responsible. It's a choice given to us by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tells us that there are certain people who are guided and certain people who are misguided. Look at the levels of people. Allah says, وَلَوْ شَاءَ اللَّهُ لَجَعَلَكُمْ أُمَّةً وَاحِدَةً وَلَكِنْ يُضِلُّ مَنْ يَشَاءُ وَيَهْدِي مَنْ يَشَاءُ وَلَتُسْأَلُنَّ عَمَّا كُنْتُمْ تَعْمَلُونَ That verse is in Surah Al-Nahl. Allah says, if Allah wanted, He could have kept all of you united on guidance. 
He could have kept all of you one, but he has misguided some and guided some. One will be responsible and answerable for what they have done and what they have chosen. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make us choose the path of goodness and abstain from the path of evil. Then Allah says that in this dunya, in this world, he has, ris- he has raised a few people above others and he has dropped some. Some are interested only in this world. And Allah says we will give them the world, nothing in the akhirah. Whereas there are some might not have world, but we have given the akhirah, set with what you have. Because sometimes you have something and you think you, yet you will be happier than them very soon. Look at what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, beautiful verses in Surah Al-Isra. مَن كَانَ يُرِيدُ الْعَاجِلَ تَعَجَّلْنَا لَهُ فِيهَا مَا نَشَاءُ لِمَن نُرِيدُ ثُمَّ جَعَلْنَا لَهُ جَهَنَّمَ يَصْلَاهَا مَذْمُومًا مَدْحُورًا Whoever asks and wants only the goodness of this world, Allah says, we will give whomsoever we wish from amongst them all the goodness of this world. They will have it. But in the akhirah, in the life after death, they will have nothing. So when we look at these people, we mustn't get excited. Allah says, وَلَا تُعْجِبْكَ أَمْوَالُهُمْ وَأَوْلَادُهُمْ Don't become amused and amazed by their, the number of children they have or how much wealth they have. Allah says sometimes that wealth and those children themselves or the wealth itself is a means of destruction for that particular individual. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala protect us. Then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says thereafter, وَمَنْ أَرَادَ الْآخِرَةَ وَلَهَا سَعْيَهَا وَهُوَ مُؤْمِنٌ فَأُولَٰئِكَ كَانَ سَعْيُهُمْ مَشْكُورًا كُلًّا نُمِدُّ أُولَٰئِ مِنْ قَابِكَ وَمَا كَعْطَى رَبِّكَ مَحْظُورًا كَيْفَ فَضْنَا بَعْضَهُمْ Allahu Akbar They are some who khira. They want the life after the goodness of the life Working towards it They receive their zakah They are akhirah And Allah says Careful look at how They thought they were Might have thought that they Subhanallah This is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala He says If you are since the warmth of your ties Then understood As a punishment The various categories and classes And levels of people To war To create war against one another that is a punishment of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Look what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says. Let me explain it to you first. Allah says, if He wants, He can punish mankind by making the various levels of people fight each other. And the various classes and categories and races of people fight each other. That would be really a punishment from the Creator. If people are ungrateful and show ingratitude to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. He says, in Surah Al-An'am, قُلْ هُوَ الْقَادِرُ It is Allah who is able to do the following. عَلَىٰ أَن يَبْعَثَ عَلَيْكُمْ عَذَابًا مِّن فَوْقِكُمْ أَوْ مِّن تَحْتِ أَرْجُلِكُمْ To bring punishment above your heads or from beneath your feet. أَوْ يَلْبِسَكُمْ شِيَاعًا Or he can categorize you into different categories. وَيُذِيقَ بَعْضَكُمْ بَأْسَ بَعْضٍ And make some of you create war against others as a punishment from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And this is for those who don't recognize that all people are loved by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We are all human beings. We all need to realize and acknowledge the level that Allah has put us on. The minute one thinks that he or she is superior or he wants to imperialize and colonize, that is the same minute that the problem starts. And that is the same minute that hatred is resulted and that is the same minute that war might be created. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala never make us jealous of different nationalities and different races 
and different types of people and may he never make us feel that we are superior to them the only superiority is with the closeness to the creator and the consciousness of the creator may allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant that to us and allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tells us that those who are believers and doing good they will never be equated to those who are corrupt and sinning allah says am naj'alu alladhina amanu wa 'amilu as-salihati kal-mufsidina fil ard do you think we are going to make those who believe and those who are corrupt same and equal? No, they are different. Do you think we are going to make those who are fearful of us and conscious of us similar to those who are criminals? Allah says no. You know there is a saying in one of the Asian languages which says that you cannot tie a donkey and a horse with the same rope. They might look the same to some people. In some cases, a donkey and a horse from a distance look quite similar. But when you are tying a donkey, you can use a string to be honest. Because if, even if you lose it, it's not as valuable as a horse. But when it comes to a horse, make sure you are tying it with a proper rope so that it's not lost inshallah. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant blessings to those who own donkeys and horses inshallah both. They are both valuable, believe me. Nowadays we neither have donkeys no horses in most cases. We've just got a little bit of a vehicle or a bicycle. And we don't tie those, alhamdulillah. So what would happen is, from that we would learn that it is wrong for us to paint everybody with one paintbrush. Those who are good and those who are bad. Come to the classroom, one student or one pupil is making noise. So the teacher punishes the whole class. That teacher is being unjust and unfair, to be honest with you. You need to punish those who deserve the punishment. And you need to give merit where it is due. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make us just. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tells us regarding the Qur'an that there are certain people who have followed the Qur'an whilst others haven't. In Surah Fatir Allah says, ثُمَّ أَوْرَثْنَا الْكِتَابَ الَّذِينَ اصْطَفَيْنَا مِنْ عِبَادِنَا فَمِنْهُمْ ظَالِمٌ لِنَفْسِهِ وَمِنْهُمْ مُقْتَصِدٌ وَمِنْهُمْ سَابِقٌ بِالْخَيْرَاتِ بِإِذْنِ اللَّهِ ذَلِكَ هُوَ الْفَضْلُ الْكَبِيرِ Allah says, we revealed the book, yes, and we chose whomsoever we would like to grant that book to in the messengers. And, where after that, the people then were divided into three categories. There were people who oppressed themselves by not following the book. And there were people who chose the middle path. And there were people who were serious about it. Allah says, that is the best. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, that is the greatest virtue. The book is the greatest virtue that was granted to all of us. That is the Qur'an. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make us from the followers of the Qur'an and the sunnah and the sharia at large. Amin. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala then speaks about a different example, a beautiful example. He gives an example of a mushrik, a person who has associated partners with him. And this example is given in Surah Al-Zumar. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, ضَرَبَ اللَّهُ مَثَلًا رَجُلًا فِيهِ شُرَكَاءُ مُتَشَاكِسُونَ وَرَجُلًا سَلَمًا لِرَجُلٍ هَلْ يَسْتَوِيَانِ مَثَلًا الْحَمْدُ لِلَّهِ بَلْ أَكْثَرُهُمْ لَا يَعْلَمُونَ Allah gives an example of a slave, a slave who is owned by many, who are disputing as to who and where the slave should or is working for, and another slave who is owned by one. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, are the two equal? On one hand, you have a slave with many bosses, many owners, and the other one you have a slave with one owner. The example here is that of a person associating partners with the Creator. Allah says, I am one, and each worshipper is my slave. 
if there are others whom he wants to treat as bosses of his and he wants to take the cue from them where he is not supposed to, he wants to render acts of worship for them, I will leave all of them, I don't need them. Allahu Akbar. That is the example Allah is giving us. What a powerful example. Allah says the two are not equal. Then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala speaks about various other items. Inshallah, as I end, let me quickly speak about how Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala uses the example of the one who can see and the one who cannot see. He says they are not equal. Light and dark are not equal. In the same way that a person who is following the path and one who is not following the path are not equal. A person who is oppressing and one who is not oppressing are not equal. In the same way that light and dark are not equal. They are different levels, different categories. The one who recognized the Prophet and the one who didn't. They are different levels. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala speaks about these levels. The one who has done good deeds and the one who did bad deeds, they are of different levels. Allah uses the word blindness when it comes to these examples. He says those examples are all similar to those who can see and those who cannot see. And at the end, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala warns all of us. And He tells us, never be jealous of what I have given others. Allah says, أَمْ يَحْسُدُونَ النَّاسَ عَلَى مَا آتَاهُمُ اللَّهُ مِنْ فَضْلِهِ فَقَدْ آتَيْنَا آلَ إِبْرَاهِيمَ الْكِتَابَ وَالْحِكْمَةِ وَآتَيْنَاهُمْ مُلْكًا عَظِيمًا Are they going to be jealous of what we have decided to give others? Allah says, let them know that we give virtue to whomsoever we wish. We gave Abraham virtue, may peace be upon him. We, we granted him prophethood. We granted him knowledge and we granted him wisdom and kingdom. Allah says, we gave him everything. He had wealth, he had kingdom, he had knowledge, he had wisdom. Allah says, those are the items. Don't be jealous of others. Because a person who is jealous of someone else is fighting the Creator. And he's trying to tell the Creator, I disagree with the fact that you've given this person, I'm not happy with you. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala never make us from those who are jealous. Because when you become jealous, naturally your iman or the level of sincerity will be decreasing. And you may then be known as a person who is fighting your own Creator. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make us happy when we see happiness for others. And may He make us from amongst those who can make dua for the goodness of others as well, as well as ourselves. وسلم وبارك على نبينا محمد سبحان الله وبحمده سبحانك اللهم وبحمدك نشهد أن لا إله إلا أنت نستغفرك ونتوب إليك